It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. This is your invitation to the intersection of versatility and design. The kind of experience you can only find in a Lexus SUV. A feeling this empowering is invite only. Fortunately, you're invited. Experience the versatility of the complete line of Lexus SUVs and some of the best offers of the year on select models at the Invitation to Lexus sales event, now through April 1st. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer. Welcome into ATL Day 1s with Jarvis and Tanitra. Coming up on today's show, do the Georgia Bulldogs have a culture problem? And I feel like the folks in Flowery Branch are trying to do their Cardi B making money moves, and we like it. And last but not least, for the culture, North Carolina A&T got a special guest speaker on the commencement. We'll talk about it all next right here on ATL Day 1s. Let's go. This is ATL Day 1s, part of Locked On Sports Atlanta. And it starts now. I want to start by saying thank you for making ATL Day 1 your first listen of the day. And remember, we are free and available wherever you download your podcast and wherever you download your podcast. Make sure that you leave us a five-star review. Really appreciate that from you. In advance, today's episode of ATL Day Ones is brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook. Make every moment more. Visit FanDuel.com slash locked on today to get started. But T, when you think about what all has been going on with the Georgia Bulldogs, and recently we got news that Jalen Carter is going to be charged. He turned himself in. It's two misdemeanors. He was let out on bond. He went back to the NFL draft, the combine, I mean. And, you know, talk with teams and the pro, pro days is coming up here pretty soon. So I, I think that when you think about all of those things coming out and then we learned that Dumas Johnson, a uh, linebacker for Georgia, who's returning to the team, he uh, got a five days prior to the accident. He got a reckless um, driving and racing uh, uh, charges as well. And Kirby Smart got a chance to talk to the media T as far as um, for the first time. As, since since the accident, and I think that he has some pretty interesting words to say as far as what his team stands at currently. Absolutely. We've got complete control of our program and our kids in our program. Do kids make mistakes? Yes, young student athletes make mistakes. They do. Um, it happens all across the country. It happens here. Um, there's no lack of control for our program. I think our kids across the board will tell you that we have an incredible culture here. We have a connective tissue that brings our team together. Uh, our, our guys do make mistakes. That's historically probably going to happen when you're 18 to 22-year-old. Our job as coaches is to prevent that from happening, and uh, that starts with me, and you do it by how you educate your players and how you discipline your, discipline your players, and we'll continue to do that at a high standard. Wow. He said they don't have a problem, T, but do they? I don't think they do. Honestly, no different than any other program in this country, and honestly, probably not as many problems because Kirby Smart has always been to me a very no-nonsense type of guy. And so I believe that he has played a lot of things very close to the vest and kept players and their whereabouts joined at the hip. And I'm going to take it a step further here and give an example. Mm -hmm. You can't know where players are at all times. The Memphis Grizzlies thought they knew, and we now are seeing that they could not even 
keep up with John Morant 24 no hours a day. Right. So John Morant is now a 23-year-old who can't be kept up with. Do you really think between 18 and 22 where these guys are on top, like they're truly kings of the mountain, truly big fish in a very, very small pond, that Kirby Smart will be able to control their whereabouts and their dealings every minute of every day? No. But what I think he's setting the stage for is saying, we tried, this is no different. Yes, this was an unfortunate situation that led to tragedy in the form in the worst form, which of course is death, but to indict him for one situation versus what we've seen in what his entire seven year tenure. I think that's very, very strong. If anyone would say, Ooh, they've got issues. Things are out of control there in Athens against what, if you take the number of players on a college roster, what is that Jarvis? Like 90, 90, (laughs) right. Yeah. Exactly. And let's do it that way. Let's round it out to a hundred because let's yeah. just say you've got some some people floating around the pros program players or what have you. That means seven hundred plus players because some have come, some have gone, et cetera, et cetera. Seven hundred players across time, and this is the first time we're really hearing about like a true, a truly dire situation. No, I think that program is fine. And in fact, I think this is one of those situations where Kirby Smart has already gotten ahead of it, sat down with coaches, players, extended staff, and said, whether you are in Athens or on the road, here's the code of conduct that I'm reiterating to you. And I suspect that he's probably tightened that code of conduct such that I don't I don't expect or suspect that we'll be hearing anything else anytime soon out of the dogs program with the exception of any further details that come out of the situation that happened back in mid January. Yeah. And I think one of the things that, and he, and they proved that by saying, Hey, Hey, once the Dumas Johnson things come to a close, cause that legal situation is still playing itself out, obviously, right. because the, the, we know how um, the, you know, the legal situation is, and it moves at its own pace. And I think once that situation is done, Kirby is going to uh, discipline him accordingly. And I think that we should leave that up to him. You know yeah. what I mean? Because I don't think that you know kids should be randomly punished because, hey, everybody's calling for it. Now, granted, there is punishment deserves. I, absolutely. Sure. You need to be able to have, have some type of – discernment you know when you're out there in those streets because guess what you aren't supervised you don't have a coach here saying hey to do this amount of reps hey do this i need you to go over this coverage i need you to go to the film room i need you to go to study hall once all that stuff is done college football players hey i was one of them we like to get down and however your get down is that's what your get down is and a lot of times a lot of those players, a lot of people on those teams in those locker rooms have the same thing. They have that in common. And they want to go out and do things and have fun because you are so regimented. It's because you're spending 60, 70 hours uh, dedicated towards football. How do you mm-hmm. able to do that? Yes, it's, it, it, gets to, it gets up to that number. Trust right. me. Yeah. <laughs> so, so I think that when you think about that, from that perspective, I feel like, you know, the, the players are going to do things you just hope that, Hey, that you instilled enough in them that they make better decisions. And then this was just an unfortunate case that it end, the end result was two people end up losing their lives. And, and that's the unfortunate part. Yeah. But I think that, you know, tightening down on everything and making sure that everybody's doing what they're supposed to do while you have your eyes on them. And hopefully that carries over into a moment where, hey, you know what? My teammate lost his life in this particular situation. I don't think I'm going to go down that route because 
I don't want any more attention and I want to be around here. You know, it, right. it, start making those lifelong type decisions in those moments. And I also think this is an opportunity for the NCAA or whatever governing body could be the SEC as well, but whatever governing body to say, okay, let's be real now that we have, and I'm going to take it to the streets. Now that we have legal pharmaceuticals in the way of an NIL versus illegal pharmaceuticals, right? there need to be parameters put in place because if you think things are, quote unquote, a little out of control, which Jarvis and I don't agree, we don't think it's out of control in Athens, but let's say you do think it's out of control in college sports and that NIL is going to only contribute to that, then that means NCAA or SEC, do your job as a governing body and put in place a program or upgrade your program because they kind of have a player development program in place the way some of the uh, professional leagues do. But I do think that this would be a great opportunity for them to say, Hey, we need to put in place a similar program. You know how that goes, Jarvis, Uh, the rookie symposium for, for example, it's a three day program, four day program that every team offers to its rookies. And it goes through situations like this. What, what do you do if you find yourself in a precarious situation? It goes through financial development, counseling, uh, life after football or or life after sports. To me, this is another opportunity for the NCAA or whatever governing body to say, hey, why don't we put some tools in place and some resources in place so that these players have an idea of what to do when they find themselves or if they find themselves in certain situations. I think that's a great idea. And even have the former players, you know, the alum come back. And I know Nolan Smith wouldn't mind coming back because Lord knows he's an ambassador for that program and he loves the experiences that he's had. And he's going to take them for the rest of his life. And a lot of times that's the case with a lot of college football players um, and their experiences. Um, T, um, before we before we um, move on, I, I think we have to talk about the Atlanta Braves. Now, yes. we just got word <laughs> yesterday that the Atlanta Braves have optioned Ian Anderson and Bryce Elder to AAA Gwinnett T. These are supposed to be the guys that were supposed to compete for this field um, starter rotation. Mike Soroka as well, but he's kind of bowed out for uh, due to injury. So, but you know, thankfully the the Braves have some young pups that in Jared Schuster and Dylan Dodd, they might be able to to fall into that to that that competition. So, I think for my question to you is, does that open the door for those guys to come in and, and take over that spot? Oh, yeah. And you kind of feel bad for Bryce Elder because he had an ERA of seven for spring training before yesterday. Now, yesterday's game was pretty good for him. Four innings, struck out four batters, two run Mm -hmm. ball. So, yeah, not not a bad outing for him, at least to say to the Braves, okay, we see some trending up, but you do know they have to make roster moves because, of course, they trimmed it down to 50 players with those two guys and then announced another eight that they reassigned. So that now that they're down to 42, right? Ian Anderson, same thing. ERA, a little above seven. So you just can't have two guys with ERAs north of seven when you're out here with guys like Jared Schuster and Dylan Dodd. Like Dylan Dodd, I believe he pitched the day before, and it was four scoreless, four scoreless Mm -hmm. innings. And these guys are getting strikeouts, and they have a little bit more in their arsenal. So, yeah, I think the Young Bucks are absolutely making the case for why they should be the fifth starter in the rotation. And we know that ultimately these things could play out differently because you just called out a great point. Mike Soroka and his injury situation, we don't know how that's going to play out. 162 games is a darn sure long season. So Schuster and Dodd may start out as fifth uh, spot rotation players or starters 
and then that could shuffle. But yeah, Jarvis, I really just like the fact that once again, this is showing you the brilliance of Alex Anthopoulos because it shows the depth in the Braves pitching staff. And I really, really like the fact that we can have that conversation in spring training where there's actually a true battle with multiple players for that rotation. And the fact that we're coming off of a year where we saw Spencer Strider pitch lights out coming out of nowhere. Now we got Schuster and Dodd. Good luck. Absolutely. When you think about uh, Dodd is a 2021 third round draft pick out of Southeast Missouri state. He had seven strikeouts, no walks. Like you mentioned, four scoreless innings. That's, that's what you like to hear. (laughs) When you have those young pups in there coming in and doing it just like that. So we'll definitely keep an eye on that. Like I said, Alex Anthopoulos, the scouting is coming through. It's shining through as it always does. And we definitely will see what the Braves will do once the season gets rolling. But like you mentioned earlier, T, the Falcons out here making some money moves. We'll talk about that. But first, we got to talk about FanDuel because it is the fastest and easiest way to get to some money. It is the number one sports book in America. What are you waiting on if you haven't jumped on the opportunity to get in the game? Because guess what? March Madness is going down. The NBA season is winding down. You got to get in there and see how to win some money. FanDuel.com slash locked on. And if you're a new customer, guess what? They got no sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's bonus bets back if your first bet doesn't win and you don't have to worry about no flu gaze in this either it's safe it's secure and it's super easy to use plus FanDuel's even let you combine your best for a chance at a bigger buyout with a same game parlay so what are you waiting on i need you to go to fanduel.com slash locked on right now for your no sweat first bet up to one thousand dollars and bonus bets when you go to fanduel.com slash locked on that's fanduel.com slash Locked on. Make every moment more with FanDuel, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. This is your invitation to the intersection of versatility and design. The kind of experience you can only find in a Lexus SUV. A feeling this empowering is invite only. Fortunately, you're invited. Experience the versatility of the complete line of Lexus SUVs and some of the best offers of the year on select models at the Invitation to Lexus sales event, now through April 1st. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer. So Jarvis, free agency frenzy continued on Tuesday. Now we know, of course, the league's official year begins today at 4 p.m. Eastern time. Also, that's the beginning of free agency officially. But hey, didn't stop the Falcons from making moves. According to Tom Palacero, the Falcons added Taylor Heineke on a two-year deal that was worth up to $20 million, right? So now, The Falcons have reiterated that Desmond Ritter is the starter, but that's kind of top-end backup money when you think about it for Heineke. So in your opinion, what does that kind of say about the confidence they have or don't have in Ritter? And do you think that maybe there's signs that were leading up to this? Did we get any sneak peek into this happening? Uh, Yes, I I believe so. I believe that Terry Fontenot has been all but sane QB one right because I yes. I asked them directly I was like I asked them about you know Senior Bowl and how the benefits of, of bringing players in from uh, being around those players for so um, so much and his immediate example to me was Desmond Ritter 
And it, as far as how consistent he was, how every time they interacted him, he was the same way yes. every time. And I feel like that's all what coaches and uh, executives uh, that are leading teams, they look for. They look for consistency, right? And, you know, if you can consistently, consistency, I mean consistently, excuse me, be a player that, you know, brings it the, it's the same way every time, that means that, hey, there is a, a ceiling that is going to be a little bit higher than that person who is um, inconsistent when you interact with them on, on a daily basis. So I, I really believe that Terry Fontenot and Arthur Smith have been slowly but surely dropping little nuggets here and there, but they didn't come out and just say it. Right. You know what I'm saying? And that's what I feel like people took that as – Oh, the quarterback, the Falcons have a quarterback issue. No, that's not necessarily the case. That's why I say I was laughing at the Lamar Jackson. Yeah, that's cute and all. That's fun. That's fun to talk about, but it wasn't going to happen because they trust what they evaluated just last year. And if we're talking about two years, he played 12 games and he looked horrible. Yeah, let's get let's get into quarterback business. But he played four games last year, small sample size. He looked fine. He got better each and every game. That's that consistency that we talked about. Mm -hmm. And we're going to see what bringing some a high-level backup that, hey, just in case something happens, yes. Desmond Ritter start to smell itself for whatever reason, and you know you got somebody that can that's capable of starting games for you. And then you jump into the quarterback pool in 2024. So I think that all in all, this all but confirms what we've been talking about on this show um, and, and, you know, like I said, you know, we participated in the whole Lamar Jackson thing, but at the yes. end of the day, you know, once, once we, as we got a foundation of what we feel like Terry Fontenot and Arthur Smith are selling, I, I, I think this is an easy buy uh, for me as far as when this news came out about Taylor Heineke. And I still feel like the Taylor Heineke signing will not, or does not say that Desmond Ritter is not QB one. I still feel like he is in that driver's seat. Right. What I do think is interesting is that maybe also what transpired between the bears and the Panthers over the weekend dictated some of this movement as well, because mm. before that happened, the Falcons were in the eighth spot, but there were rumblings about, Hey, what happens if Bryce young or CJ Stroud might be there at six, but you know what happens every single year. Once a quarterback or a particular position player is taken, the trickle-down effect is that the dominoes start falling and it's that player, that player, that player, that player. So the Panthers didn't basically trade away the world in order to get that number one pick, right? So mm -hmm. that they could just trade it down. They're going right. to go to one. They're going to go get themselves a QB. And everybody between that first pick of a QB and probably the Falcons will probably follow the same unless they truly don't need a quarterback. That said, if a Bryce Young or a CJ Stroud will likely be gone, then go ahead. That That's more reason for you to invest and support Desmond Ritter as becoming your strong QB one mm -hmm. and having a guy who can maybe push him or give him just a little hint of competition to become that QB one that much faster. So I do think that that could have played a part as well in saying we might have to give up a little too much if we want to go up to go get Stroud or Young. No, thank you. Let's go with Ritter. Let's see what we got. If we don't have what we think we have, we got Heineke and we got 2024. So, yeah, absolutely would agree with you there. And, of course, we know one of the other big deals made on Tuesday that was reportedly made on Tuesday. Of course, we'll find out likely officially today around 
four o'clock in one second. And that is Caleb right. McGarry yeah. being yeah. re-signed to a three-year deal worth about $34.5 million. And when you look at where that deal is and where we thought it was going to be, if you do the quick math on it, it's roughly about 11 mil a year and give or take a few hundred thousand dollars. Whereas mm -hmm. there were thoughts that he might be upwards in that 18 to 20 mil range. So to have gotten him at 11 mil, I think that was a pretty good look for what he brings to the table. And what I did think of as well, Jarvis, because remember, we talked about this yesterday, the Kayla McGarry signing or not signing would mm -hmm. dictate to us where the rest of the dominoes would fall potentially. Yes. Absolutely. Look at the roster as it's now constructed. We know there may be some more moves today, tomorrow, and in the coming days. But as it's currently constructed, regardless of if there are more moves, regardless of even what they do in the draft, do you feel like they have the recipe and the roster for success? And what is your definition of success this season, if you think they do? To answer the, to answer the question quickly, yes, I think they do have the, the recipe. I think they have a foundation, right? Because what you think about – I think they're pretty sold on Jake Matthews, right? I think that's fair. And if we, they, they made they made it very clear that they won't list him around at least until he's ready to sit down somewhere uh, from yes. <laughs> in the NFL. And you know, with, and bringing him back. And, and then when you think about now, the only thing is that left guard spot. Sure. I, I think I think that when you when you look at who who's out there, there's still some a couple of names out there. That, you know. Um, and the young and the young brother whose names escapes me right now, who we talked to coming into uh, training camp last year that, that stepped in. Oh, uh, Jermaine Fetty? No, not at Fetty, but no, no, uh, no not at Fetty. Our other guy who we actually interviewed, <laughs> yes, Wilkinson, yes. Elijah Wilkinson. Yes, Elijah Wilkinson. Yes, I think he might be still in play as well for a de uh, really solid number um, yes. that would make you know make that cohesion that they had. Mm -hmm. And I think that that's the most important thing. A lot of times, yeah. I know a lot of times people try to plug in, plug and play with the offensive line, but. It's, it says something yeah. about uh, bringing the same offensive line that you had success with back last year. And Indeed. I think head coach, I mean, head coach, offensive line coach Dwayne Leffert, who is a former offensive lineman himself, he understands the importance of cohesion. And specifically on that right side of the offensive line, I feel yeah. like that's why I think the, the Falcons, it's a win-win for the Falcons because to be able to get him at that solid number, about 11 and a half million or so, and you bring back – Chris Lindstrom's running mate. And yes. when you have guys that play together for a certain amount of time and they actually have time to grow together, Scott Pioli even talked about when, because he was uh, in, the, in that executive office, when, mm -hmm. when those two guys were drafted in the first round, he talked about was that when they drafted them, they knew that it was going to take some time to develop. Obviously, Caleb McGarry took a little bit longer than what people would have liked, but right. you know he's turned into a pretty solid right uh, offensive tackle in the NFL. So I think that with that cohesion – that they have, that's the foundation that they need in order to be right. And, and you know what, T? I mm -hmm. think that Tanisha Muncher is about to get ready to come into place. Yes. And here's why. They 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 got some uh you got you talked about you know, the Bears and the Panthers trade trade thing, right? So that probably means that more than likely it's probably gonna be at least four quarterbacks going in this with that oh, six yes. pick. Will Levis's of course is that that True. wild card. Yeah. Anthony, Anthony Richardson, Richardson we know other. how he's yes. been wowing the folks and and turning folks blind to his 50% completion percentage in the right. Florida. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. People, people, people just forget the ball all that. Like, man, right. forget that. That man runs a fofo and he's 245. Like, the end. <laughs> the end. So I think that with all of these, these determining factors, that means, what does that mean? Position player 
the best edge rusher might fall to you. And I'm yes. not saying that Will Anderson is going to be there. Shoot, you got to figure out if Jalen Carter you're going to take. You him. We talked about that yes. too, T, yes. on the show. It's like if Jalen Carter is there, do you take him? You right. got uh, uh, David Onyemata in the, in the fold. Do you bring in a, a Jalen Carter or do you try to see, hey, go for Miles Murphy? If Tyree Wilson is sitting right there, are you ready to go? So I just think that things are really working out in the Falcons' favor, and it's all because – they got that foundation, and we talk about the vision yesterday. The vision is getting really clear as we head up to the NFL drafting. Yeah, and there will be vision clear for us looking straight up to Athens to see if there are any Falcon scouts out for UGA's Pro Day. Of course, Jalen Carter is expected to work out today, and yes. of course, we'll give you guys any reaction to any news we find out about Jalen Carter being there, the Falcon scouts being there, and what that could possibly mean for what this team looks like or is looking at come April 28th, 29th for the draft. In the meantime, you guys know the watch hasn't changed from yesterday, right? You do know that the watch is still on Aaron Rodgers. So yes. listen, if you're a Packers fan, you're probably eating Bilt Bars in a not-so-happy way. But down here in Atlanta, you should be eating Bilt Bars and you should be really happy. That should be a part of your celebration because guess what? That Bilt Bar is a celebration at least Jarvis and I believe here at ATL Day Ones of what the Falcons have done so far in free agency. So go ahead and celebrate and celebrate in a healthy way with a built bar, whether you like churro or almond or peanut butter, you have loads of flavors to choose from and you get 17 grams of protein on top of it. And there's something about the way that built bar makes that bar that allows it to be easily soluble. The result you eat it instant boost, instant healthy boost to your system off of 100% real chocolate, I think that's a winner. Also, 130 grams, they continue to make that bar healthier and healthier. And we're talking about just four grams of sugar. And if you're someone like me who's always looking for a sugar high, at least you won't have to pay the price for the sugar high. So don't forget, you can still go to Built.com if you're all about that online purchase life. But if you want to get a brick and mortar purchase, you can stop by your local Walmart for a four pack bar of Built Bars. Or if you like me are on the cheap always and every day of my life then you can go to sam's club and it's a 13 pack that you can get from sam's club so don't forget to check out bill bar we on this show know that you won't regret it this is your invitation to the intersection of versatility and design the kind of experience you can only find in a lexus suv a feeling this empowering is invite only fortunately you're invited Experience the versatility of the complete line of Lexus SUVs and some of the best offers of the year on select models at the Invitation to Lexus sales event, now through April 1st. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer. Locked on Sports Atlanta family, listen up. I got a secret to tell you. We're on our way to 6,000 subscribers. If you are listening or watching this video on YouTube and you need to to go subscribe to the channel if you haven't already we need your support that's all that's all i'm going to say to that so and also if you want to get into contact with the program atl day ones at gmail.com atl day ones at gmail.com is the way to get in contact with the program hit that subscribe button and we'll be doing all right and we appreciate you guys but t this is for the culture it is the intersection between sports entertainment and the culture and sometimes whatever the hell we want to talk about because that's just how we get down on this show today is no different how about this north carolina a&t has a commencement speaker 
to Nitra. And it's going to be Morris Chestnut. How excited are you about that? Well, Jarvis. <laughs> it is only a four-hour drive. <laughs> and I'd like to support the kids. Oh, it's about the kids, huh? <laughs> so, you know, if I need to show that support in person because they need that love... I'm there oh for them. God. I am there for you. Oh my goodness. To help Shocking. you with your Aggie pride. <laughs> I am. I am. Jamie Walker would want me to do this. Oh my goodness. He, want, he wants me to support oh, his man. school in whichever way that I can. And Jarvis, you know, I support all HBCUs. <laughs> North Carolina A&T yes, you do. You do. is no different regardless of how much oh, fineness man. they have on the dais for graduation. <laughs> wow. This is, and I, you know what? I have somebody that, that would pair off perfectly with you and ride up there with you is my sister-in-law because she went to North Carolina oh, yes. A&T. So, yes. yeah, she would be all for what you're talking yes, about. Like, as a matter of fact, <laughs> they will make it, make it a girl's trip. Like, seriously. Oh, yeah. Like, I was going to say, why not bring today? Let's make this a, a true. Hey, look. Yeah. Let's, let's, let's talk about both Mrs. Davis's coming through and they're going to let their, their friend in, in, in my head and, and, and true friend, of course, because we're all cool. Going to yeah. let me come along for the ride. But oh my God, would that not be like the coolest thing? But that got me to thinking, Jarvis, like, okay, real talk. Mm-hmm. Who would you be super excited to see or would have been excited to see as like a commencement speaker at Albany State, like for your graduation? Oh, wow. Wow. <laughs> oh, man. That, that is a really good question. Um, Now, I have two guesses, but I don't know if they're right. But go for it and I'll tell you who my guesses are. Oh, wow. <laughs> so, you know me, you know, sometimes in my younger days, like I don't know why. And sometimes when I look back on it, I don't know why. I had a super big crush on. Wait for it, T. Don't look at me crazy. Keisha Cole. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I said, don't look at me crazy. Like, I had a big, big, big thing for super, super. I had a big thing for, I don't know why. I mean, like, I was that whole light skin, short type situation like oh I was, yeah i went through a phase in college you know what challenges. i'm saying yeah yeah you know yeah, what i mean like i'm tall big you know yeah. short light skin you know feisty you know what i mean so little ratchet confused. you know what i mean so confused. yeah it just reminds me of, of, of a young lady from the west yes. side of atlanta you know what i mean like she got that vibe she give out those vibes so, uh, no. yeah, of course i was kind of <laughs> i was kind of attracted to that but, but yeah. yeah like back in my younger days probably would have been keisha cole i'm really curious to see though who are you thinking that I was going to say? That's that's the question. Well, I'm so glad that you have evolved, first of all. Let, let's just <laughs> yes, give Jarvis his flowers yes. for evolving. Indeed. And yes. secondly, I thought he might pick Deion Sanders or Outkast. Like, yeah, no doubt. No doubt. Yeah. Yeah. I just I, I said, thought we were talking about, you know, like the whole Oh yeah, yeah, opposite, no, I give you know, type you. situation. I give yeah, 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 yeah. Yes. Yeah. But I thought he I said, Yeah, he might he might actually ask for Dion. The only thing is you would have to make sure. You would have to make sure that the Rams band was ready because Dion would need. Oh, he would need his music. His theme music. His music. On, yeah, bro. he's not about to grace your stage without his theme. Music. <laughs> Just saying. But yes, my guy oh. <laughs> will always be, will always be Keith Robinson. Always. You know, I have said to you okay. fifty thousand times how much of a super crush 
I have on Keith Robinson, but you know, he's married, but hey, when I would have graduated, <laughs> he would not have been. So yes. therefore mm -hmm. I could have been, been, you know, yeah. And you know how they, they used to get like um, the student greeters mm -hmm. for the guests on the dais. Yeah. I was one yeah. of those people. So guess who I would have just been greeting and oh. escorting. Yes. I bet you would have escorted him. Mm -hmm. yeah. Yes. So, on that note, good <laughs> on that note, yes. On that note, yes. We want to thank you for making ATL Day Ones your first listen of the day. Remember, why don't you stop by Locked On Sports today? Make that your second listen of the day. They have some really good stuff with NFL free agency and all the news and everything. Trying to get up what's going on. Stop by there. They will have you covered, and you can find it wherever you find this particular podcast. And last but not least, folks, before we get out of here, I always ask you guys this each and every day: if you don't do anything else. For the rest of the day, make sure that you share love, show love, and most importantly, spread love. This is your invitation to the intersection of versatility and design. The kind of experience you can only find in a Lexus SUV. A feeling this empowering is invite only. Fortunately, you're invited. Experience the versatility of the complete line of Lexus SUVs and some of the best offers of the year on select models at the Invitation to Lexus sales event, now through April 1st. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.